this is What's Under Your Mind's Ragtime. This episode's going to be a little different. I'm not reviewing any new issues, because we're not going to have any new issues of anything for a while. G.I. Joe Comics and the entire industry are on hold for the foreseeable future. On Tuesday, March 24th, Diamond Comic Distributors, the primary supplier of comics to stores, announced that it would cease distribution of product to retail nationwide, beginning with those items scheduled to ship on April 1st. Diamond announced that they were taking this action to protect their workers from exposure to the COVID-19 virus. This means that no new product would ship to comic book stores. Following this news, many publishers, including IDW, the holder of the G.I. Joe comic license, announced that they would cease work on future projects and hold off on digital releases until Diamond began shipping again. The two largest publishers, DC and Marvel, have not made their future plans clear. DC initially said they would go ahead with digital releases on April 1st, as scheduled, but later decided to hold off until about April 29th. Then on April 3rd, Larry Hama told the website newsarama.com that he had been instructed by IDW to suspend work on the long-running G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero series. The series has been placed on hiatus. No reason was given in the article, but it is assumed that it was due to the coronavirus outbreak and IDW's decision to cease activity as a result. No statement was given concerning the Paul Aller-written G.I. Joe series, but Paul confirmed later on social media that he was told to stop work as well. Other IDW authors, including those who are working on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, have made similar announcements. All of this puts the future of the comic book industry into some doubt. There has been no word on when Diamond will resume operations. That decision is beyond their control. Publishers and comic shops have no choice but to wait and hope that they can survive the loss of income brought about by no new product and state and local stay-at-home orders requiring them to shut down. Some shops are offering delivery to home or curbside pickup. If you happen to frequent one of those shops, place an order with your local comic shop for some reading material. If that's not an option, try apps like Comixology, which offers thousands of digital copies of comics from every major publisher. You can catch up on your Joe reading there. I myself have Comixology on my tablet. It works very well, and a lot of times you can find some great sales and pick up loads of reading material really cheap. So what do readers do while comics are on hiatus? Well, just like with the toys, the fans can step up. Our friends at G.I. Joeberg have started a project called The Black Book. It's a self-published comic by Curtis Herod and Paul Lubser. And hopefully I got those last names right. It follows a mission undertaken by two Steel Brigade members, Cujo and White Lightning. They are supposed to investigate a mysterious tower that has appeared in the desert. The tower is a source of seemingly mystical power. Along the way, we encounter some familiar faces with different code names. The jump master for their desert insertion is Hotspot, who bears a close resemblance to Lift Ticket. Their contact in the desert is Quicksand, a desert trooper who's modeled after Dusty. Cujo is listed as an occult specialist, something that we've never seen in Joe stories before. Joe comics normally don't deal with the occult or magic very much. There have been spiritual themes, but never outright magic. The cartoon dealt with it sometimes, traveling to the Egyptian underworld and finding ancient conch shells that hypnotize men, but they never had a go-to expert in these matters, so we're heading into new territory. The art style is unlike anything seen in a Joe comic before, which reflects the story. There isn't a traditional panel structure. The action kind of flows up and down the page. It's reminiscent of late 60s comic art by Jim Steranko on S.H.I.E.L.D. and Captain America, or Neil Adams on Dead Man. The mystical setting gives the work a very surreal look and feel as well. 
Dialogue and sound effects are incorporated into the art. Think New Mutants drawn by Bill Sienkiewicz or Swamp Thing by Stephen Bissett and John Totalbin. Basically, the best way to describe it, without you having able to see it yourself, is the panel structure, when it's there, as they're jumping out of the plane, the panel structure stretches up and down the page. And their dialogue, basically, is incorporated into the art, and it follows them as they descend down before they pull the chutes. As they're trying to climb uphill in the desert with Dusty to get to the tower, okay, a dialogue is incorporated like into the artwork itself. And going up the rocks and your eye basically will just kind of naturally follow so it's very cleverly done in a way to keep you following the story although it's not that traditional kind of left to right that you normally see but your eye can follow it because it's planned that way so it's different i know that a lot of fans are prefer that their gi joe be straight military or written by larry hama only and that's not a view i can subscribe to the comic was never straight military it has cloned emperors and battle android troopers and the cartoons, the same thing. Every year began with the construction of some superweapon that seemed like it should be built by the Legion of Doom and not a paramilitary group. The fandom at large seems to embrace these interpretations. So anybody who's telling you that they love their G.I. Joe straight military, ask them how they feel about the comic and the cartoon. Every once in a while, someone needs to swing for the fence and be different. And that's what this is. This is something that's different. If you wanted to read more of the Larry Hama G.I. Joe, read Larry's book. This is something different. This is something that they wanted to do. Properties endure because they can adapt to the times and be open to new types of stories. It's okay to stretch your imagination and be ambitious. And that's what's being attempted here. Why does Baskin-Robbins have 31 flavors? It's because not everybody wants chocolate and vanilla all the time. I can't go into any more story details now. The authors want it to be a surprise for the readers, so I can't tell you what's in the tower, what they find, or how it ends. Okay, you're going to have to hunt this book down and find out. The comic was planned to have a print run ready for Joe Fest funded on Indiegogo. As of this recording, Joe Fest is still going on as scheduled and plans may change. I believe the Indiegogo ends today and the Joe Berg guys will be posting on YouTube the first half of the story that takes them up until the point where they reach the tower. You can get a copy of the book by contacting G.I. Joe Berg or by looking up the Indiegogo. I believe you can still buy it through there. That's all for this time. Instead of my usual line, I'd like to close by saying stay home and stay safe if you can. Only go out when you absolutely have to, and when you do, be careful. For those of you still working to keep food coming to stores and doorsteps and our utilities running, thank you. For those of you working as first responders or in healthcare, thank you. All of you are selflessly giving your best for the rest of us.